0: How many drug dealers are going to actually want to put their pictures on a, on a phone?
1: Welcome to
2: Tech Talks, the podcast brought to you by Nash Squared and hosted by myself, David Savage, that's been bringing you the latest thinking from technology leaders for over eight years. It's the last podcast of November tomorrow. Uh, by the time this goes out, hang on, where will we be? No, not tomorrow, but Thursday. It's December. It's Advent. It is. Have you got your tree
1: up? I have got my tree up, correct. Go up this weekend? It did go up this weekend, yeah. And for the first time in my life, I went for a real tree as well. Did you? Mmm. Natural. First time you've ever gone for a real tree? First time I've ever gone for a real tree, yeah, yeah. Correct. What prompted the uh, the, the change? Um, basically, I chopped my old one out after last year because, yeah, it'd be battered and bruised. Um. And it was like, it, like at the end of it, I was holding it up by shoving newspaper at the bottom of it so it stays straight and stuff in the holder. So I chucked it away. Yeah. So I chucked it away and I said, look, yeah, I need to get a new one. And um, I was driving past this place the other day, um, close to where I live, and it said real Christmas trees. So I was, you know, ha- having a look whilst stuck at a red light and kind of came back and was like, right. Let's go for a real very treat. Very nice indeed. Very Ooh. nice. No, I
2: think Oz is going up this weekend. Here's a question though. Very serious question. How many days do you think
1: it will take you to get whammed this year? Uh, do you know what? So uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. Uh, no, Tuesday on a Monday. Monday 28th. So Monday 28th. Thursday the 1st of December. I need to go to Oxford Street this evening Ooh. after work. Oh, uh, that's, not,
2: that's all right. It's not December. It only starts in December. No,
1: I think I, I'm i'm i need to go to a couple of the big department stores and i guarantee i'll hear it if i do if i do i'll make a video you'll make a
2: video of getting whammed before before advent has even started Anyone who
1: doesn't know wham- whammed is is if
2: you accidentally overhear last christmas the absolute best christmas number two ever produced uh wasn't number one because band-aid kept it off the top spot in 1984 um but, uh, yeah, as soon as you hear it, you're out. And what what, uh, what about Mariah?
1: Mariah, You you probably get whammed <laughs> in Maried on the, uh, in in the same shop, don't you, normally? normally. <laughs> Almost
2: certainly. And yeah. and you'll always be Boo Blade because that's bloody everywhere. Right? Oh, I, don't, I don't know who anyway. I prefer.
1: Probably Mariahd, to be honest. Anyway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, what does today's podcast and a 1981 Bond film share in common?
1: Oh, I don't know, Dave.
2: For Your Eyes Only. Oh,
1: I like it. Very, yeah. very good. We've
2: got Yo! Messaging on the podcast, Your Eyes Only. Uh, we'll hand over to the interview and we'll be back with some commentary afterwards. So today I'm joined by the co-founders of Yo! Messaging, Alan and Sarah. And I think in all the years of running Tech Talks, I have done co-founding sibling teams and co-founding um, partners. But I, don't, I think this is the first co-founding father and daughter uh, team that I've ever spoken to. So, welcome to the show. Thank you.
0: Thanks for having us.
2: Um, both out in, in Lisbon at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not at all jealous. Uh, <laughs> before we get into anything else, let's ask you who Yo Messaging are.
0: So, Yo, we, it stands for Your Eyes Only. Uh, it's a private messaging platform that uses continuous facial recognition to um, authenticate both sides, either the sender and the, the recipient. Um, So, as I said, continuous, so it's basically, if I send you a message, I can be assured that it is only the intended recipient that can view it. The minute that they try and show somebody else or um, someone else gets hold of the device to look at that message, the content will actually blur. Um, So, really different compared to some of the other messaging platforms out there that are really focused on the kind of encryption side, which we do as well. But we're really focused about putting the control back into the hands of the sender and also what happens to that content once it's on a device.
2: So it's interesting because at the minute, obviously, security is hugely kind of at the top of people's um, minds. Um, If you look at kind of the the more mass market messaging platforms, Mm. uh, WhatsApp is making a really big push at the minute on the security features. Um, You mentioned at the beginning um, Signal. as as the other one that people kind of might think of. Um, Obviously, Telegram has grown massively over the last few years, so that there is a whole movement for people wanting to be secure and wanting to send those messages without concerns that that they might be getting pride upon, right? The, The thing is,
3: is there's also this confusion. There's a confusion over security per se, as in encryption, and all of the platforms that you mentioned are heavily encrypted platforms which protect the data between the sender and the recipient. What, where they, we believe they missed the point is trust. And you can have security of your data, but the moment you hit send, you are trusting the recipient with that data. Because although it's encrypted along the way, which stops the government or anybody looking at you, as so many people are worried about for some unknown reason, Um, and the problem, the real problem you've got is what the recipient does with it. So you send a highly confidential document. How do you know who's looking at it? If you send a, um, a very personal photograph, how do you know who is being shown it? It's takes there. there's a a distinct difference between security and trust. And what we err on the side of is making sure that we are securely transmitting, but we are enforcing trust at the end of the day.
2: So I assume you can't then forward messages on, you can't forward photos on without the person who originally sent it. Maybe giving permission.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You have you can request to to save and then the sender has to give permission to do that. And also screenshots. On Android, it's completely um disabled. On iOS, unfortunately Apple don't allow us to completely cancel down um screenshotting, but we've put in all of these kind of hurdles in place to stop someone from being able to take a screenshot.
2: You're you're operating in a market where there are some big beasts. Yeah. You know, you think about whatsapp and and who's behind whatsapp um and i know that's not necessarily the same with with telegram but it's attracted a lot of users in recent times um where do you where do you make your play in the market is it b2b is it b2c how do you how do you get oxygen when you're up against such well-known and well-advertised um competitors potentially because on that mass market front i mean you can't you can't get away from a podcast format at the minute without without an advert for, for one or the other of them
3: no it's a good point what we do is we focus on regulated industry where there is a necessity to control the content at all times so typical um, well I say regulated industry regulated industry and 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 let's say, not necessarily passion projects, but um, social projects like child safety. So, um, And we sell via organizations that already have brand, they already have marketplace um, users today, and they're able to add Yo and enhance their services um, to the community that they've already established. So, for instance, uh, child safety. We, we will sell to um, an organisation called Safe2Net and safe to net own the NetNanny franchise in the USA, which is one of the uh, oldest and most respected online um, protection organisations for children. Um, safe to net also operate a um, quite a remarkable charity for the protection of children online within the UK. And they will take the product to marketplace where you will have an authenticated messaging platform for children so that they always know who they're talking to and they're able to control content at all times. So it will reduce things like catfishing, grooming, um, any form of bullying, um, sexual, you know, reduction of sexual content, etc., and so on and so forth. So, um, For me, that's why we started Yo, to put that type of control back in the hands of of the senders. Um, The other type of typical organization is uh, we're working with uh, an entertainment platform. They will use Yo for all forms of uh, authentication of payments, uh, to eliminate any form of phishing online, because again, you always know who you're speaking to and you always know who's receiving the data or viewing the data more to the point. Um, And then we have recently returned from the USA where we've been visiting um, very uh, large healthcare organisations and hospitals because with the advent of telemedicine, the need to authenticate at all time and protect content, particularly when it comes down to medical results, um, prescriptions, uh, any form of um, data related to or strictly private and confidential data relating to patients. Um, Again, they need that control, they need to authenticate and they need to know what happens to the content once it's transferred to the recipient. And so that's where Yo will, are able to offer something that none of the, the meta- Uh, organizations can Um, certainly um, people like signal Mm. uh, etc and telegram will be unable to control content once it's been sent
2: but you're not trying to go after their audience then you're you're going after very niche audiences where it's it's almost sponsored in as a trusted application I suppose different but similar that in the working world and enterprise settings we have platforms that we use Mm in those settings specifically because they do a a particular job. And that is obviously the job is built, built around trust, given what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: rather than niches, I'd say vertical markets, because they're they're far too large as verticals. It's like we all need doctors and inevitably we will all have to start using telemedicine.
0: I think Um, one of our biggest, sorry to cut across you, but one of our visions uh, for Yo was to be the secured messaging inbox. That you could then connect with your doctor, or you know, maybe it's um Netflix down the down the road. It could be anyone that is going to have to send you something that's confidential, maybe it's an invoice or a payment or something that you need to know who it is on either side. Um so that's really where our long-term vision is for the product. But right now, what we're seeing uh with our customers is that they're actually wanting to integrate into their existing platforms, our technology. Um, so taking it as a white label solution and kind of plugging it in and using our technology. So powered by your um, kind of system instead of the standalone app.
3: Yeah, I think that that's an important point that Sarah makes. As a messaging platform focused on verticals, you, It's very difficult to establish yourself yourself as a standalone application. And communication is part of almost every other application. So as a hospital, you will have some form of patient handling um, application today. In the insurance industry, they have multiple applications uh, that that do the same. And um, we, we see ourselves as being the communication the authenticated communication channel to manage your messaging application within your overall day-to-day app. So we will be plugging into things like Salesforce, Microsoft, and other applications that are used on a day-to-day basis within um, these vertical markets.
2: I feel it would be... Um, remiss of me not to ask, I suppose, about your own credentials, right? Because there have been plenty of organizations out there that have said security at our heart and then have turned out not to be so secure themselves. And trust is obviously very much uh, at the heart of what you're talking about here, that people can trust that um, the person that is intended to be looking at the messages is looking at them. I suppose then for that to work, for it to be um, continuous verification, you need to hold a fair amount of data on the person actually using the the service, and they have to trust that their data is also secure with your platform. How how have you been able to convince people that you are secure? Okay,
3: that, that, that's very good. So we we do um, as a company we focus on SOC, the SOC two compliance um, as far as which is is a pretty high level and ISO twenty seven. 1,003, I believe it is, um, um, disciplines. And we do internal penetration testing, etc. but we also um, try and minimize the amount of data that we hold. So we hold no user data other than their telephone number and their, their name tele- and telephone number. Um, the biometric is held on the phone, We do not hold on the server the biometric at any stage.
0: Encrypted as
3: well. And it's all encrypted at all stages. So any data that we have is number one encrypted, number two outside of name and telephone number of the the, the, the sign-on. We do not track. We do not scrape data. We um, obviously can pull down uh, information so we know the demographics of our user base, etc., as far as where they are. Um, other than that, we will not ever commercialise user data in any way, shape or form and have no method of actually doing it as, as part of Even if we
0: wanted to, we couldn't. Um, we designed
3: to start. We never wanted to be questioned on our integrity and use of users' data.
0: We also sorry I'm probably asking a question you might ask us but one question we get asked a lot as well is how do you stop nefarious activity on the platform because you know obviously there's a lot of bad reputations going around with things like Wicker and Telegram for you know the use of um, kind of the dark web side of things but one um, thing that we do is we actually register the biometric so you when you sign up to yo you have to not only put in your phone number and verify the phone number but then you also have to register your face it takes about 10 seconds and then you have to take a selfie like a profile photo which will have to match that biometric and so that's when we say around you know the security around when children are messaging because that person that has their profile photo has to match the biometric of the person that is using the phone at that time of the messaging so there's no kind of getting around pretending to be somebody you're not and I always say how many drug dealers are going to actually want to put their pictures on a on a phone um, or you know these bad the criminals using our uh, using the platform how many of them are actually going to want to register their face and put up their profile picture. Yo.
2: Both British. Yep. You live and work in Portugal. Yep. You were uh, Alan, you were in the US last week. Yes. Um in terms of markets, in terms of kind of where this is gaining traction, or in terms of even perhaps some some observations on sectors or, or geographies where security is still seen with an element of negligence, what what markets can you make the biggest impact in and, and which areas do you think really need to think about this seriously? Okay, so
3: Child care, digital entertainment, health care are our focus today. Um, and believe me, it isn't because we don't have demand in other areas, but we have to rifle shoot what we're doing. We're, we're a young startup. Um, we have limited resource, but we have huge opportunity in those three markets that I've just uh, emphasized. I guess the problem we've always had just to take one step back, is it's a ubiquitous solution. It it serves and will protect anybody from end user to sophisticated um, financier. Um, So we have to drive to those marketplaces or have chosen to to drive to those marketplaces via white label partners. So whereas somebody else already has an established market, as I explained earlier. um, This enables us to get huge numbers in a very, very short period of time, Um, like millions of users, which are deployed through the telcos. So it comes in as part of the package on the telephone, uh, the mobile phone. Um, And it would allow us to build up momentum, perfect these different verticals, and then move to the next one. So we, we have um, at the moment, as I said, childcare, um, digital entertainment, um, healthcare. care. We are starting now to, ins- to talk with insure tech, insurance industries because uh, claims management, uh, a lot of highly private information is, is transmitted and they're having to use um, uh, messaging platforms now as well for that. And then the next one will be FinTech. And the, the finance world is the most heavily regulated of all of them, um, and it's the most difficult to address. So we need to be much stronger as a company before we can start to really get into that sector. Um, but the I like to use the expression, the tail wags the dog, and sometimes it really does. So um, safe to net came to us, Um, The entertainment platform that I'm referencing came to us, and healthcare via the um, Rhinoplasty Society of Europe have come to us and have endorsed the need for the product. And so that's where we're focused today. Um, And the insurance industry via um, actually Axis Capital, uh, one of the top insurers in the world, came to us again because of a need, particularly on on um, cyber uh, insurance.
2: We've, we've got listeners in those demographics. As a last question, or those sectors rather, um, as a last question, if they're listening and they go, hang on a minute, that might help us, how would they find out more about the... Uh- about your messaging in the platform. Well, right now
0: we are um, our con- free to consumer um, apps are live on the app stores. You can download and trial it out, see for yourself how the the technology works. Um, but if they want to get in touch, it's on our website, which is yourmessaging.com. dot um, And yeah, we can.
2: And yo yo why
0: for me. your eyes only. <laughs> yeah, yo messaging. Yep. Um, and yeah, we're we're open to chat whenever.
3: And I'm sure they'll be reading about us because we've just won the Computing um, Cloud Cloud Product Security Product of the Year Award yeah. as well for
0: the well. Technology Products 2022. We've won the Cloud Best Cloud Security Product of the Year, which is pretty cool.
2: Congratulations! Sorry, shame,
0: shameless plug. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, that's what a platform like this is for, right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thank you both very, very much for your time and uh, best of well enjoy christmas as we come into that uh, which won't be too far away and then best of luck next year okay and you
3: too
0: great to speak to you yeah take care
2: right Keish. over the weekend did you know that there had been a fairly significant breach with whatsapp data um, nearly 500 million user records are up for sale from whatsapp no i did not know that reported in tech radar no. yeah kind of i <laughs> recorded this last week was like right that'll be tuesday's show and then was was um, scrolling on uh twitter and um, Chris Gladhill, who's been on this show many, many years ago, had posted a, an article from Tech Radar. If you use WhatsApp, your details could well be up for sale. Five hundred million records, nearly Two hundred two uh Sorry, so twenty twenty database of four hundred eighty seven million mobile numbers from eighty four countries, which basically means one quarter of all WhatsApp's estimated two billion monthly activity, uh, active users. Sorry, are at possible risk. Only brings um, home. I suppose, the need for secure messaging platforms.
1: Mm, that is very true. And also, um, you know, kind of just having a bit of a different platform as compared to WhatsApp. I mean, WhatsApp is probably the most common one out there, I'd say. Yeah, look,
2: I use WhatsApp all the time. This is not me ragging on yeah. WhatsApp. We know we know that all companies have vulnerabilities. Um, I'm not saying that WhatsApp's messages, because they are encrypted end-to-end, have been hacked. This is user details. I think WhatsApp is great for, with your mates, um, WhatsApp like, groups, you know, the keep it SMS. organized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that sort of stuff, of I think it's great. Just general, general B2C, not even B2C, sorry, C2C chit-chat. c thing? I guess so. Um, yeah. yeah, great. But it does highlight that all of these systems have some fallibility and actually having a really secure system if you're dealing with really high risk sensitive data or where maybe children are concerned, mm. um, as, as is pointed out by Alan in the, in the show, mm. an alternative that's more secure and you have more confidence in or you can trust. Yeah, something uh, that actually is, is really relevant. 100%. And
1: I, and I think a lot of people sometimes forget that. And they just think, oh, you know, WhatsApp is is all right. You know, like, you know, I, I've, I, and me being me, I've sent like my passport photos and stuff over WhatsApp. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. You know, sent, um, you know, pictures of, of documents, these sorts of things. Bank details. Yeah, 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 100%. So, like, I, I get it. And I, and I think that's why, yo. I think they their their kind of you know product is is, is really really good actually. Um, before we obviously recorded, I was like, well, what if someone's just standing over your shoulder and they can kind of see from the corner of their eye and you know that sort of thing. But anyway, that's just me being me. But I think I think the whole I mean, that can
2: happen with anything.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I think um, I, I think the whole the whole point of only keeping it for the 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 recipient. Is, is is a great thing. Um, yeah. And it's that trusting that I think they talked about, right? The whole, you know, we guarantee security but enable trust or enabling trust. I think that's, that's that's really, really good because I think that trust is where a lot of communication gets broken down. You see a lot of leaks. You see a lot of, you know, kind of things going into the wrong hands. And I think yeah. it, it just – not not to say that you don't trust that person, but it just – it confirms it with a, you know, a technical flavor.
2: I also really like Sarah's point, which felt like a bit of a throwaway comment, but at the same time isn't when you think about it. You know, how many criminals will want to put their picture Mm -hmm. on a a platform? Like, that's a really good point. Like, um, for as much as, you know, a platform might be really secure and whatever else, Mm. um, if it's easy for... um, would be nefarious actors to gain access to that platform and to use it themselves, then that's going to negate some of the security features. But if, if it dissuades them from using it in the first place, because they've got to upload a picture that yeah. matches the live picture that's being picked up by their camera at the time of use, mm. that's quite a significant layer of, of security.
1: I think it's great. I think it's like, you know, it's, it's intentional security without being a faff, right? Cause yeah, and like she said, she's like, no drug dealer's going to put their photos on, are they? When no. <laughs> when you when you're trying to, you know, kind of uh, do do your business or whatnot. But yeah, they're so just going to stay away from it, which means that it's ultimately safe. And any you know any kind of um, shady individual who who wants to stay anonymous, they're not going to put their details on there, right? Which then just means it's like an automatic cleanse of your customer base. Yeah. without you actually having to sit there and ask for people to put in the bank details or do age verification checks and do this or do that. Yeah. It kind of almost does it. Um, yeah. Which is good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know,
2: as someone I I have spent a fair amount of time in hospital over the last couple of years for various different reasons, if there was a platform that the NHS turned around and said, you know, we trust this platform. It's what we're using. Your records are safe on here. Can you send us across X, Y, and Z? Um to be perfectly honest, over and above, like patient portals that are built by individual trusts, mm. I quite like the idea that this is something that's being built specifically for this reason. Mm. Um, and therefore, the security features are really well thought out and baked in from the beginning, as opposed to perhaps some of those platforms where security features might be thought of afterwards because they're needed to be thought of uh, rather than baked in is is something that would fill me with a lot of confidence as well.
1: Yeah, 100%. and And I think having having somewhere where you can you know that you know your, your videos and images aren't getting recorded there's no kind of you know follow up on this and no one's really going to get a hold of your footage or you know whatever I think it, it gives you a bit more peace and, and you know you kind of rest easy right And and again it's about yeah. having having a platform that not only is stable but is also secure and I think I think whereby why WhatsApp, for example, is so popular is it is pretty stable. Uh, You know, every now and then it kind of goes, um, you know, tits up and you're having to to look at Twitter and whatnot and see if it's a freeze. Um, But, yeah, I think it's great, man. I think what they're doing is is good. And also, I just want to mention, like, having something like that, they're a father and daughter combo, right? And I know you mentioned earlier on in your interview, like, you've had – we've had partners we've had siblings best friends these sorts of things having someone like that you've got and i hope they don't mind me saying it you've got two different age demographics that Mm -hmm. may use these platforms in a different way and it's good to see that you know these creative sort of um you know kind of flows or or the creative kind of um, mindsets that are coming to develop the app further. coming from two different generations and i think yeah i think that's great man um it's really really good but we're going to take a very quick break
2: and then we'll come back and uh we're going to chat about something slightly different but we'll we'll talk about sarah and alan a tiny bit more in our interlude but um here's the break and we'll be back in just over a minute here at tech talks we're very lucky to have a lot of content and sometimes we're not entirely sure what to do with it. For example, when we go to a conference, we will quite regularly meet 15 or 20 people and not know how to get them all on the show. So we've created something new, Tech Talks Extra, for those snippets from conference floors or from one-off events that we don't quite know how to fit into your regular Tuesday show. Tech Talks Extra is free. It's on a private RSS, so you do need to sign up for it and subscribe, but as I say, it's free and all you need to do is hand over your email address and in return, we'll give you instructions of how to access all of that additional content. To get instructions and to sign up to the show so you can play it on Apple and Google Podcast Players, all you need to do is go to www.nashsquared.com forward slash the hyphen hub forward slash tech hyphen talks hyphen extra hyphen sign up hyphen form. Alternatively, have a look at the link in the show notes. Probably a bit of an easier way to do it. Don't miss out on all the bonus content that we've got from the likes of Web Summit, Unleash World, or from any internal events that we're running. Right, I sat having dinner with these two uh, in Portugal about three weeks ago, and Alan said to me, you should really move to Lisbon, because apparently they've got this thing called the um, Digital Nomad Visa, It makes it very easy for us to get over there, and you only pay 20% tax.
1: Correct. I have uh, I have also heard this. Um, oh, have you looked into it? Um, maybe. Um, I've, <laughs> I've also heard that there is a, a small town in, uh, in Spain on the border of Lisbon that you can uh, register a business there. I can't remember what the name is. Um, and you can kind of stay in Portugal if you want, but obviously hop the border, go do your business there, and you only pay 5% tax. Um, yeah.
2: So uh I, I have yeah you have looked into this. I have,
1: yeah, maybe. Um but here I am Casa sat, Casa Rakesh. Here I am sat in central London in our office, eh? <laughs> <laughs> One good right. dream. Okay. So so the reason why I mentioned this,
2: if you only paid five percent tax, never mind twenty percent tax, you might have a little bit more money come Black Friday. Mm. Um Black Friday's obviously just been and gone. Um we got some interesting information here from the audit lab okay let me just read this to you 2020 searches for black friday dropped to staggering 40 percent as you might expect mid-pandemic shaving off more than a million searches for black friday from two and a half million to one and a half million no wonder so many high street stores closed uh 2021 saw these numbers drop again six percent uh by six percent sorry um from where they were to, to down to 1.49 million um as as covid continued to squeeze the market Coming into 2020, you might expect that that trend to continue with the with the state of the economy and household spending being squeezed. Actually, there's been a five percent increase on generic terms such as Black Friday, and eight percent for Black Friday deals. So, in particular, people looking for money saving uh, tips going against the initial thoughts. Um, that the audit lab basically had had, had expected so megan boyle head of content marketing at the audit audit lab had had this to say despite our expectations it's easy to understand why you should be seeing an increase in searches this year as consumers are trying to find the best deals they can to save pennies this christmas whilst the numbers are still below pre-pandemic levels crippled by two years of drops this year should present at least some opportunity for growth for many retailers um, through though um, the unique circumstances surrounding Black Friday and the looming threat of the recession may mean that this is not sustainable increase and 2023 could once again bring um, another round of drop in searches. So we're going to get some details from them after Christmas and around Boxing Day and all those other bits and pieces. But, Akish, did you did you do some Black Friday deal hunting?
1: Uh, i tried to, I'm going to be honest. And then after about the third, like, web page, I just gave up, mate, to be fair. Um <laughs> We so searched but it didn't get anywhere. It's it's annoying though, right? Because there's so many deals on, but then like I just got pissed off because the things that I liked, like I was looking at a couple of pairs of trainers and they they were like, Oh yeah, in stock, huge Black Friday but they had size six. What geezer wears size six shoes? Like, it was just ridiculous, mate. Like Pete Weston? Probably Pete Weston, maybe. Um no, sorry. One of our colleagues, sorry. Inside joke. Um anyway, um but yeah, mate, like I just couldn't find anything that I liked. And then I went on like the general sales tab where you refine by you know your size and all these sorts of things. Yeah. Um and it was all I mean, you know, I'm 31 years old and I dress fairly boring, I'd say. Um and it was all I don't know about that. Well, you know, I, I like to think I'm a fashionable chap, but not like this, you know, streetwear stuff that people are wearing these days, you uh, know. Man my size, I can't wear oversized, otherwise it's a tent, right? So uh I just, I was like, I'm not, I was like, I can't wear any of these. So, yeah, to answer your question, mate, no, I gave up. Not interested. What about you?
2: Okay, so is it, is, is, well, well, my wife has, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for, for for the reason that we need to get Christmas presents in a few weeks, and if yeah. we can get some deals right now and it saves a bit of money, then there's a bit more to go around with Christmas coming. I always up, find Amazon
1: is... Fire Sticks, mate, every Black Friday. There's always a deal on those, and I don't own I've one. I've tried to, we've tried to avoid Amazon
2: where we can, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah
1: fair
2: enough um, i like it knowing what a twerp bezos is yeah um, <laughs> um i i think it's a fair question though for uh megan boy to ask you know is this sustainable probably not this probably is fueled by people really trying to be tactical and savvy with their finances as opposed to having a bit more to spend mm. um it'll be very interesting to see um how retailers affected going into the new year and it would be great if any retailers are listening to catch up with some in january to see what kind of a festive season they've had and what that what they think it means for them going forward and also the role of digital versus the high street and are people getting out and shopping in town centers or are they um are they doing it online i imagine it's mainly online but maybe there are some interesting trends there
1: having said that i was in i had a day off on friday and I, i was in westfield actually Oh, yeah? And uh, well, was it pleasant? I, I was driving by there, and mate, there was about a ten-minute queue to get into the car park. So Ooh. I mean, people were obviously going mad. Um well, it's
2: because it's like, like you say, it's quite difficult to hunt around for deals. You get quite sick of it after a while. They need to think about the browsing experience online, really. Yeah, like you, you you can only really browse in a shop.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the stuff. I mean, it goes it goes on Black Friday deals two days before Friday. So normally on Wednesday, you get an emails come through like early access to black friday early access and it's just like it's all too much for me mate to be honest
2: there we go folks if you're thinking about what akish might like for christmas if you're so inclined (laughs) don't go for streetwear. um (laughs) cheers for your time today um happy advent everyone as we head into december try to avoid getting whammed we'll be back next week